What you're about to listen to is the old version of this show under the title Dungeon Driver. I recorded it in my car, so the audio quality isn't the best. You can start here with these mostly rough episodes, or you can skip ahead to after the first adventure series where difficulty class really starts. Either way, enjoy! What's up and welcome to episode 13 of Dungeon Driver. I'm your host Trevor Bettis and this is a show where I drive either to or from work and talk about Dungeons and Dragons using a topic I bring or a topic question or suggestion that is written in by people listening like you. Oh God, Wednesday morning, may as well be Monday. Uh, quick car wash. Um, I... I've been watching the the view there the views you're not viewing this you're listening to this the listens to this show and it's more than zero and I am amazed and I'm so happy and every time there's another listen I get happier and it just it, it feels great so if you're listening to this thank you very much uh, I you're 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 listening to the thing that I've been wanting to do for ten years so I I really appreciate it and you're all great yeah. Um, okay, enough of that stuff. Uh, the topic today is actually going to be something different. Uh, I've done 12 episodes now using, you know, uh, listener uh, questions and topics. Uh, but I figured it was time that I brought my own topic. Um, and, uh, yesterday at work, I, um, in the time that I didn't, I, on my break. Yeah, I did these on my break. Yes. I came up with about 35 topics. I'm not going to run through all of them right now because this up, this podcast is only like 10 to 15 minutes long. But the one that I settled on for today is one that I feel like um, is pretty good for uh, to help out for DMs, and that is building encounters. Um, that it's you know it's one of the things that your players are probably most likely going to run into every so often. Uh, unless you're just completely role-playing, you're not running a game for murder hobos, and they're just talking their way through everything. But here's the thing, though. Those talking uh, times are still encounters. <gasps> what? I know. Uh, so let's see. Let, let's get down to the basics of it. Building an encounter uh, normally means that you are going to be fighting uh, you, you're going to have some bad guys and you're going to have your party and, uh, they're, they're, they're going to duke it out till either no one's left alive or that one person they're going to interrogate and, and tie up is alive. That's normally how it goes. So there's a couple ways to do this. Uh, you can, uh, look at the challenge ratings in the, uh, of the monster stats. Uh, and if you don't know, those challenge ratings mean that, um, Four characters of uh, that numbered level uh, could comfortably take on that monster. So, like, if there's a CR4, uh, let's use one that doesn't have four in it. Okay, if there's a CR7, four level sevens can easily take that guy out. Um, so, when you're looking at that, you can judge, like, okay, well, my guys are level three, so probably shouldn't do a CR7. That's 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 not good. And like even if you're going to have only two people 
a CR7, if they are level 7, is going to be a little rough on them because there's only two of them. Um, the other way that you can do this is by uh, building encounters off of experience points. If you are running your game leveling up using experience, uh, you can 100% build your encounters based around how much experience you want players to get. And this is a really good way of, uh, you know, throttling the XP or increasing it and giving them a little bit more of a challenge and uh, whatnot. So you can you can build it just purely off that. It takes a little more math, uh, but, you know, if you're already doing XP, you're already doing math. Um, and the third way, which is not recommended, but I 100% do, is just not paying attention to any of that and throwing at them whatever you think is cool. And then in the middle of combat going, oh my God, what have I done? That last part doesn't happen as often as you think. But. Uh, yeah, so what? Uh, if you have, like, there's been times where I'm like, oh, okay, well, this situation would really call for this. Um, that That shouldn't happen. Well, let's see what happens. And I just throw it at them and see what happens. And, and uh, I, I still don't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't usually end up with a character death. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, my wife. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll tell that story another time. Anywho, um, but like I was saying earlier, the other part of encounter building is uh, the encounters where they're going to talk. Um, and that one takes a little bit more... Um, uh, time to work out because obviously you got to work out what the things they're going to talk about is, but also like who the character is and what's going to be around them. And also a possible fighting encounter that could come out of it because, you know, not all, not all, every time a player opens their mouth, are they going to say the right thing? They don't, they don't. Um, so let, let's, let's get into like a little bit of the, the nitty gritty of it. So, Let's say that you've got a party. Let's let's take that party of four of uh, level seven characters. Now, the great thing about fifth edition is the way that it's set up is most likely, even when those characters are level twenty, a goblin can still hit them. I love that. A lot of people that coming from uh, third edition and Pathfinder. Do not like that. Uh, those games, you're you, by the time you're level ten, a goblin has no hope in hell of ever hitting you. you just, they just don't. Um, and because of that, you can build encounters that, um, with lower level stuff, you just add more of it onto there. So, like I was saying with the CR thing, is you can. There's a little formula that tells you like what the CR is and all the XP and everything and what your character should have. And they, I'm pretty sure it's in the, the DMG. It shows you out where, uh, this is an easy encounter, hard, uh, medium encounter, hard encounter, and you can build that. And you can still use freaking goblins in there. So like, if I was going to have, you know, level of uh, four level seven characters, I could have 10 freaking goblins run in there and it would still be a, a little bit of a fight. But 
the thing that I want to point out about this is that because they can still hit, because they can still feel kind of like a fight, this means that not every encounter has to be a fight for their life. You can run an encounter and it, it, it's, it's just, it's just them fighting and they take it out real quick and they're like, all right, cool. We did that. Awesome. And they feel, they can also feel a little bit good about themselves because they just took out an encounter real quick. Um, and I feel like doing those more, like more often than not is a good way to get your players like, you know, it gets them through combat fast enough. It keeps them interested and it keeps the combat rules in their head. And then when there is an actual hard combat, it means something. When they've only been, when they've been fighting goblins for a while, you know, they're, they're level seven, they're getting hit for like six damage each. They're like, ah, whatever. You know, if it builds up, they're going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm down on HP. But then when they go up against the bugbear and he hits them for 12, they're going to be like, Oh crap. Okay. And you know, at level seven, you know, there might be like six of them in a room. So they're, they're, they're going to be hurting and they're, they're going to know there's going to be a little bit more meaning there to it. So running an encounter that doesn't particularly matter. It's, uh, that's the wrong way to say, cause that makes it sound like you're just doing it willy nilly rolling, rolling a combat that you know, they're going to win isn't a bad thing. It's not. That, that's probably the best way to say it. An encounter where they're going to win and you know that going in is not a bad thing. You're still playing a game. You're still having fun. The players are still progressing through wherever they are. Um, so don't, don't think that everything has to be, oh my God, I'm near death always. That, that's, that's not how it has to go. And then when they have that encounter... Oh man, you're going to see some good expressions on their faces. Um, okay. Um, so I only got through uh, explaining that part of it. Sure. We're going to go a little bit long on this one. So the, the social encounter one, uh, you, you do need to know a little bit more about stuff. And this is probably a moment where they're going to go talk to someone that you've been leading them up to for a while. Like maybe it's the the king of whatever kingdom they're in, or maybe it's one of the masked lords of Waterdeep. Uh, maybe it's the Xanathar. Who knows? Like it's, you can tell I'm running Dragon Heist. Um, but when you're going to do that, you know, you don't have to set up every line of it because you're going to be playing that character and you, you, don't, you don't know what... Uh, the players are going to ask them. I mean, you're going to have a kind of a good idea because you've led them up to that point, but who knows? Like the one of the players can be like, Hey, you got any cake on you? And, that, and then you just stop and <laughs> it catches you so off guard that you think for a moment, does Mert the money lender have cake on him? But don't worry about that stuff. Uh, the easiest way to do this is um, write down the stuff that you know, you know that they know and that is important for the story. Anything else, if it's not important to the story and the players ask a question, it does not matter what you say. Just just say something, make something up, and who knows, maybe you'll say something and it will uh, sound cool and your players will want to do something with it, and you've now built a new story thread. But you need to remember uh, that 
they're, you know, like, let's take that part where there's, they're talking to the Xanathar. Now, there is a lot of options that you can do here. I mean, the Xanathar himself, big bad guy, should uh, your players fight him? Probably not. Uh, but, you know, he, he can pull like a Dr. Evil where like they say something fucked up and he just elevators down into his like house or something like that. Where is the other house? Like, he's got a hideout, but he's not doesn't matter doesn't matter um so you need to know uh so what you need to know is if you want to discourage your players from doing that or if you want the possibility for them to fight their way out to be a thing and the reason you need to know that is whether you want to because if you if you're going to make it imposing you're going to be like hey maybe don't do this you're pop you put like you know like 12 mind flayers in there it'd be like probably probably not a good idea you know a couple level sevens and they're like this is bad and you know if they do fight that sucks <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do another episode at some point about uh killing players again i'm sorry my lovely wife i love you anywho um so yeah knowing what's in there ahead of time uh, to either discourage or make it look like they could get their way out of there. Like, still make it look, you know, imposing because this is the, the fucking Xanathar. This is the guild and all that stuff. But you could have it where, like, instead of mind flares, it's just um, people with intellect devourers in their heads. Um, where they're, you know, it's they're thugs, but they're big thugs. But they're like, okay, I think we got a chance to do this. We got to do this just right. So building that out ahead of time, but knowing there's a possibility that no combat is going to happen. And right now, I just ballparked that, and I didn't look up stats for that. I didn't look up anything about that. That's just kind of me knowing from experience what generally those challenge ratings and difficulties are. And you'll get that. Uh, if, if you're not as experienced as being a DM, that will just happen by osmosis where you're just, you know, you look through the book and you're like, oh, okay, Mind Flayer is, is that here? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and you can build that out really quickly. But it is important to remember in situations like that, that combat might not even happen. So don't spend too much time on it. And that's kind of one thing that I'll tell you uh, overall is unless you know that when they walk through this room, there is combat. Don't spend a lot of time on it because if you spend, you know, 45 minutes making an encounter and your players skip it, you, you might feel crappy about that. Um, so if it's just a possibly random encounter, don't spend a lot of time on it. It's fine. You, 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 you can do something real quick and still make it probably deadly. I'm sorry. I love you, my wife. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, I think that was enough talking. Uh, I've been going on for quite a while. I've actually been parked here for I don't know how long now. Um, uh, I would love for you guys to write in with your own uh, building encounter suggestions. Uh, obviously, I couldn't go over everything, and I rambled on about that other one, and then got into combat. But hopefully, you got some good advice out of this. But I would love uh, for anyone that has their own advice on building encounters to write in, and I will read that in probably a beginning segment uh, or something. Try and make it like the size of like a tweet or something like that. 
Oh, hey, is that a plug for my Twitter? No, not yet. No, so not, not, not yet. But yeah, write in uh, your suggestions, and I would love to read them, and I'm sure the other listeners would love to hear them. Uh, don't forget, uh, subscribe to this on any of the podcast things, or even if you're not on all the podcast things, just go download them and subscribe to them. Then don't worry about them ever again. That's fine. That, that, that'd be cool. Don't, yeah. And, uh, and review, follow me on Twitter, uh, at dungeon driver, follow me on Instagram at dungeon driver podcast, and write in with your questions, topics, and suggestions. Uh, and, uh, then I won't have to speed through all 35 that I wrote down yesterday, uh, so quickly over was like six weeks, something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, well, until this afternoon, I still don't have a sign off.